Hey everybody, welcome to the Gen Church Midweek Podcast, a podcast about everyday people who are committed to expanding God's family because of Jesus for generations to come. My name is John. I'm the engagement pastor here and across the screen for me in Vancouver as well is Kyle Davies, our lead. What? We're back, man. Back. Been, been a couple weeks, right? It has been, has been, but it's good. It's good. We're, we're ready for for season two, getting ready for the fall, man. Let's yeah. do this. I cannot believe it's already been a whole year since we began doing this podcast. Man, we're coming up on year two of public gatherings with generations. Like, man, time flies. <laughs> so Kyle, let me let me kind of just start off here. Like we are wrapping up our value series. What has just stuck out to you? Like what what have you been reflecting on and what just keeps coming around in your head? Man, I thought it was so cool that we had two other people teach two yeah. of our like two of our values at generations like in it i think that was just so cool because as i would talk to them in prep for the week and you know kind of even post what they preached it was like like they knew the culture like they knew the value like and it mm-hmm. was cool because even in both of them they could identify how generation church lives that out how we yeah. collectively embody it uh, and how we just try to do our best to live that just in our everyday lives. And so it was really cool that that two people who have now just immersed themselves in the life of Generation Church could say, we can grab a hold of these values and we can internalize them and we can even share those uh, mm-hmm. with others. So I just like I always thought that was just so cool. Uh, yeah. Damien did a great job uh, sharing yeah. his his story and talking about spirit over self week one to kick us off and Richard did a great job uh, talking about progress over perfection. And so, that, so that, uh, man, that was just wow. so, so uh, cool. Uh, John, I got to ask, though, did you have a favorite week of the five-week series? Did you have a week where you go, man, that was that was good to hear that value that way? I think so, yeah. I, I definitely have two. Uh, one of them, I'm going to go one. Away. You can't do two. What is this? I, I get to do two. It's no, okay. You can't. I, I, I get to decide. I'm, I'm hoping that. Um, back off, Kyle. I'll just do it without you next week. No, dude. The first one I think that I go to is uh, was how Damien uh, presented spirit over self. And, and I loved where he went because where he went was Jesus um, dealing with temptation. Uh, Jesus going to the wilderness. And it says uh, the spirit led him into the wilderness. And it was out of the wilderness. Uh, wilderness he was called like with the spirit and it's this reminder that like the power of the holy spirit that was alive and present in jesus is what is available to us and wants to help us in the midst of our walk in our everyday life like the same power of the spirit that was alive with jesus with his disciples with the apostles in which we see is available to us today like and just that reminder of what that looks like and how kind of how that translates into our life and how it's going to begin to shape some of that stuff. And I really loved how he was able to tie in just some of his own walk. some of his past stuff where uh, he begins talking about the times where he wasn't walking with the spirit and it was very self-oriented and where it got him and just some of the, just some of the stuff that he had to deal with in his time. And then he begins talking about what it looked like for him to kind of make that transition to begin walking in the spirit and some of the transformation he saw in his life and some of the change that came out of that. And man, him just sharing his story, like uh, that was one of his giftings is just being able to like use his story as a witness of how God can work. 
um, that's one that that definitely stuck with me. And my second one, and I think it might just be because you taught this past weekend, you know, it's fresh in my mind, just kind of processing it. It was uh, just, just Sunday that I'm kind of, um, there was really just, I, I liked how you presented give over get, not in the sense of, hey, pull up your sleeves and pull out your wallet and checkbooks and you got to give more. But no, like we give out of our ability to receive, like it's out of this relationship with God that we like, it's where your motive is found in that. I'm not just giving to show off, blast my trumpet and show everybody how much I give to the church, to God's kingdom, to the different organizations around our community. But no, it's like out of love and generosity and care for others, the same way that Jesus has loved and cared and showed generosity to me, I do that as well. And so it's out of what we've received that we give to, man, it it transforms and it changes. And so I've, I think that's where I've been kind of processing some of the values. What's been going on with you? What I so appreciated about this last series was was both how Damien and Richard, both when they both when they taught, is they were sharing how that value was presently shaping them yeah. and, and how it was challenging them. And then offer for really for both of them, they, they talked about how the word of God was something that they had to both return to to yeah. continue to, to grow, to make those changes. And so I just I remember both those weeks really, really well. And on, on some level, it's it's also because I was I was I was nervous in a sense of, you yeah. know, being a lead pastor who's handing yeah. the pulpit over, you know, that teaching time over to two two guys who I've grown to just just love and respect and I'm a part of I'm glad they're they're, they're part of generations for this season. But mm-hmm. uh, to turn it over to someone else on some level, that's that I was a little I was a little nervous and it but but it was but it was it was really cool as well. And just even for us, I think to celebrate uh, what God has done through the summer into the last several weeks is just really cool. And so John, let me ask you this. Uh, is there a story in your mind where one of these values just have come to life or someone in our church has just displayed one of the values that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks? Mm. Now, I, I think one of the things that really stuck out to me, um, and this is just kind of one of those, it's been over a series of conversations that I've had. Um, there's been a common theme from multiple people. So, um, some newer people that I had an opportunity to talk with. Uh, maybe they reached out over a website, they showed up to a Sunday gathering event or something and just started chatting with them, kind of hearing their story a little bit. And one of a common theme and thread between um, these people was that they've had a past experience with church culture that in which they feel like they haven't been welcomed because of things in their past, because of what people know about them or what they've done or kind of what they're dealing with. And it was just this constant return to story over sin mm. of, of just having to just affirm and remind someone of, man, no matter like who you are, where you come from or what baggage you're carrying with you right now, like I want you to feel comfortable and welcome in the community because all I care about is your relationship with Jesus. Mm. Like I, like at no point am I going to transform, switch your heart, make you stop doing this or anything like it. At the end of the day, all I care about is that you are growing with Jesus. 
that you're taking on embodying the Holy Spirit, like you're allowing the Spirit to work in your life, that you're growing with Him. Because as you do that, as you begin to have some of that conversation, reflection with God and His Spirit and Jesus, and you're doing that, uh, there's going to be this friction in your life where your ways and God's ways are going to kind of rub up against each other. And that's where we talk about these values is it's a, it's a choice of, am I going to embody God or am I going to live for myself in the way in which some of the world just naturally does. And sometimes we think it's going to be easy, like that the church should be easy in a sense of following Jesus should be easy, but like it's, it's going to be contrary, contrary to the ways in which we're going to see other people live. And it's just kind of a part of that. And so being able to remind people of like the church is to be a welcoming, loving family of community in which we get to be who we are and not have to necessarily hide the baggage. I I liked how you illustrated that with a literal, uh, like a luggage of saying like, man, everybody's coming with something. Some people's suitcases are going to be a lot like uh, by the eye test might be a lot larger than the others. But hey, man, let's be real. Those little suitcases, they might weigh a ton more than those big ones. And it's and it's just basically what I mean by that is some people, you're going to see all their baggage on the surface. You're going to go, oh, my gosh, they have a lot they're dealing with or a lot of history in which they come from. And there's going to be some people you see and you're not going to see much on the surface. But down deep, they're dealing with a lot. They have a lot of baggage in their heart that they're trying to process and deal with because of past experiences they come from. At the end of the day, like that, that doesn't define us. What defines us is Jesus and the salvation and what she offers us and what he did on the cross and saying, you are a new creation. Mm-hmm. You're made in my image. I love you and I care for you. And I see you as holy and worthy. And it's, it's that reminder of what does it look like to be a community and family that displays story over sin. And I loved it this week. And we had someone I knew who was there and there's just a brief little comment that he made. And he said, he said, man, the people here feel like it, he goes, it feels like there's this homely feeling here mm-hmm. of people want to be here and they enjoy connecting with one another. And he says, there's just this positive vibe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that's, that's what I care about. Cause I, I want people to view church as a place that they want to be where they're interacting with others that's centered around glorifying God and not this place of this rigorous, I'm going to slap you over the head because, hey, you messed up in this this week. It's like, no, like, I'm working. It's progress over perfection if you want to get into another one. But, yeah. man, I, I think that's something that has just really stuck out to me um, during this kind of value series. You got a story? Man, a, a story, um, I think probably for us, it really is give over get. And it's funny. Cause I totally realized I made a huge gaffe. I didn't wear my give over get shirt when I taught on give over <laughs> get, I, I realized it. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, why did I not wear this? And, but, but I, I think at the end of the day, it's like, man, we we've heard throughout the month, even as we've talked about, you know, give more 24s coming and, you know, generous church to, I mean, really we have people who want to be generous, like, it, like, when people are always like, man, do you get nervous talking about money and from the church? And it's like, man, honestly, like the people around Generations Church, like understand generosity is more than just giving money. And when we talk about money and, and what it looks like to give generous through your finances, they're like, 
Well, heck yeah. Like, like, like it's, it's not something that's necessarily off, like off putting to them because they know like there's gotta be a level of, of connection there. And, and they see us as a total church, not just saying give to the church, but in some ways give through the church is as you give two generations, we've got, we've got money that's going out from us right back into the community, whether it's into local businesses, whether it's to like option 360 or into a generosity feeds and meals for kids. It's like we're, 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 we even hold our own possessions as a church loosely at our fingertips, just as we challenge each and every person to do the same and be a good steward with what God has blessed them and their life. So it's just really cool to hear people uh, talk about that. And even to see people uh, as we have moved through this series, even go, yeah, I I need to get some of my finances, right? I need to get my generosity. I need to, to be a little more predictable in terms of that. And the goal, not so that they receive, but all honestly, so that they can, that they can give. And so that has been just, just really, really, I think cool and refreshing to me and just the outward focus of the church, trying to live out our values uh, and people who are newer coming into connection with us, whether it's throughout the week or on Sunday that just go, yeah, like we totally see that in you guys. And so that's just affirmation, uh, not just for me, but I, I want to share that for the church. Like good, jo- like good job church, because the church is more than just the pastors. The church is the family of God all together, the people. And so like mm-hmm. good job. And like, let's, let's keep going. Cause we know as we come up to celebrate year one, we're going to do a lot of celebrating, a lot of reflecting, you know, surviving and navigating COVID. Uh, yeah. But also like, what's what's year two going to hold and, and I'm, I'm really excited to get into that it's like even in this conversation i'm like ooh, i want to share some <laughs> of what i've shared in private conversations that we're going to share yeah. more so publicly as a church but the next two weeks we're, we're going to say we're going to focus in on a couple key parts of our vision so that year two we mm. can continue uh use a phrase that you preach on you know couple weeks ago is to make room for others uh, in our lives, make room for God, uh, make room for for people who feel far from God in this season so that we can tell others that they aren't forgotten, they're not alone, and that that they are welcome and wanted as a part of of God's family.